Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, Little Miss Recappers. If you're listening, then hopefully you have watched the entirety of Yellow Jacket Season 2 because it will be discussed through this episode from the first episode through the last. So again, if you have not watched Season 2 of Yellow Jackets, I suggest waiting until you do to listen to this episode. Also, in addition to our usual salty and naughty language, We do talk about some difficult topics, as you've witnessed throughout the season. So we'll be talking about some birth trauma. We'll be talking about suicide. We'll be talking about self-harm in various ways. So if any of that triggers you, please feel free to skip and listen to one of our other episodes. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we're a bunch of Gen X women and we were not fooled into thinking there was a surprise episode last night at midnight because we knew better. We did know better. Our cynicism was like, no fucking way is this going to happen. We don't get good things. We're Gen X. Exactly. (laughs) I'm Amy Archer. I'm your host. And I have with me today the lovely Amanda. Hello again. Raydell, not Lip Nikki. Nope. Just Lip Nack Raydell. And we have a special guest today. We have Bunky Dr. Mary Payne from Pink Shade. Hi, Mary Payne. Hi. I'm here. I'm ready to talk about a show. I've watched every episode once. I'm not an expert, but I have I have thoughts and feelings, but I'm going to just sit back and let you two do your thing, and I'm going to pipe in when I have an opinion. That's <laughs> You're it. the one who turned me on to Yellow Jackets. You turned both of us on to Yellow Jackets. You forced <sighs> me to watch it. I have forced Keisha to watch it as well. And she's like, Mm -hmm. what is it? I go, oh, God. So now, of course, she's like sending me these texts like, no, this person can't be dead. I was like, they're dead, girl. (laughs) They died. (laughs) It's over. It is over. They went on that big airplane in the sky. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a quick announcement up front. 
if you have not watched the finale, do not listen to this episode because we're going to talk about it all. Yes. Yellow Jacket season two, wrap up everything. If you're fearing spoilers, this is not the place for you. you, We don't want to hear you crying that we spoiled something. No, I mean, this is, it's over. You've had a week. It's done. Yeah. In the the Um, words of Bethany Frankel, mention it all. (laughs) Mary Payne, I watched the Succession finale like three days after it aired. You have no idea how hard it was not to see anything. Um, I do, because whenever something, so in the Succession episode where, spoiler alert, uh, Logan dies in episode three, I was telling you, I was telling everybody, get ye to your HBO Max, your DVD, <laughs> do it now, because you're going to be so mad yes. if, if you find out before, because I didn't know before, and I just watched it, it was like, no way, he's really dead, like, no way, mm-hmm, when they're showing the mm-hmm. chest compressions, I was like, oh my God. Yes, yes. And I was that- like, no, this is going to be a, a way for him to like, I saw the light, and now I'm a good person, and, but no, none no. of that. And I saw an interview with, who plays him, Brian Cox? Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw an interview with him and he's like, the whole show is about Logan looking for a successor. So at right. the end, he picked a success, like a successor was chosen. Don't that's say it. anything more. Over. Don't say anything more. We Some won't. Of us we have won't. not watched. But that's it. Like, show's over. By the time I watch it, I will have forgotten all this. So that's fine. Yes. Well, I will tell you that um, Brian Cox is the voice of McDonald's. And it's, you, you ever hear him do these commercials like, yes, yeah, so you get that that double whopper with cheese and da 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 i'm loving it now you're speaking my language (laughs) (laughs) so whenever i hear it i just think double whopper is burger king but okay whatever it is that they have big mac whatever (laughs) but he's like da 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 i'm loving it that's how he does the ad yeah 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 yeah, that's true that's he's 80 years old that guy yeah he's he's been around for a long long time yeah he is he is He's he was in Never Forget, The Ring, which terrified mm. the pants off of me when I saw it. Wouldn't yes. wouldn't consider watching that. Holy no. shit! No. He yeah, that was is terrifying. Terrifying mm-hmm. in that role it was a real small role for him, but it was terrifying. He could be scary mm. as all get out. When he and when I see him, I I was I had a reaction, like a visceral reaction from The Ring. I was like, oh, <laughs> see him. You know, I have a question. So I think it was in. Not think I know. It was in last season in Succession when Uh-oh, they went. When they went to, they went to. I think they were with Lucas, but they were at some sort of vineyard and they were walking through. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. the, it was uh, Kendall and Roman walking their dad through, and he had that heart issue, and they had to get him to mm-hmm. stop. And he'd be like, "No, don't send the golf cart. I can do yes. it. Remember all of that." Yes. Okay. Did he get his heart checked after that? Because I if not, did. then. I think he did. I think he did. Okay. Yeah. You can come back, Amanda. Come back. Come Thank you. Thank you. Like to go I don't want to get spoiled on Succession. Tonight we're binging Ted Lasso because we've, mm. we have three episodes to go and mm. we've, people start talking about it on Facebook. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Scroll fast. Never watched it. it. Oh, oh good. so good. So good. It's, I know it is. It's happy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's happy. happy. It's happy and warm. It's happy I, in a time I, when we need both of these things. I've got 10 at 10 seasons of Real Housewives of Miami downloaded that I haven't watched. It's just too much. It's too much. It is. I've got too much. I've got too many shows to watch. But last night I was telling uh, Amy over on Hey Bunky that I started watching the um, the true story of whatever Natalia Grace. Oh, I want to watch that. Oh, girl. It is twist. Every episode, you're like, wait, what? What? Every episode. Hey Bunky for me going, 
who is that? What is that story? And Mary Payne literally had to explain it all to me because I had But you it. knew the story already. You knew I it. I did. I did. Yeah, yes. I, I know a little bit. All I've seen is some screen cap of some man with a very disturbing looking belly button. Mm. In what? like some still, some like guy got interviewed or something. Like aren't all belly buttons disturbing looking? No, this uh, was real weird. I don't know. Maybe it's it not that. I don't know. I saw some reference to it. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm on episode, I finished episode three and there's a t- total of five episodes. So okay. I'm, Maybe belly button gate happens later. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe belly buttons later. But mostly <laughs> it's, about, it's about this girl. Is she six or is she 22? Questionable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, we're here to talk about Yellow Jackets, so let's do this, if we shall. So let's go overall thoughts of the season. Let's start with our guest, Mary Payne. It was not as good as last season, and I am really a stan on these shows where I don't care. You you know, I'm one of these people. I'll stick with every iteration of Real Housewives. I don't care how bad it is. I'm not giving up on it. They they have to quit me before I will quit them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm that girl. I'm hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Stage five and totally. <laughs> so I won't give up on a show. I just won't. I do not. Mm-hmm. And I don't give up on a movie. It can be bad. I continue to watch it. So I was disappointed in this season because it wasn't as good as first season. But like Kimberly and Katie have said a million times of Date with Dateline, and they've compared it with Lost, which I didn't watch. So I don't give a flying shit about Lost. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, it kind of, it, it, it will kind of jump the shark. But I feel like it didn't jump the shark at all until the last fucking episode, the finale. And I'm like, why are we doing this? I was, Mm -hmm. I thought everything was good. I thought many things had been explained. I thought, of course, we still have a lot of questions leading us into another season. But that last episode, why did they try to jam in six story plots into one, let's wrap it up in a neat bow in 42 minutes, like a, like a sitcom, like at the end of happy days where everybody's happy. Like, no, I mean, this Mm -hmm. one, everybody's not happy, but there's so much that they could have stretched out or taken out completely. Yeah. I, that, that upset me, but overall the season was an A, but if you factor in the finale, this is what we're doing with my son's calculus grade. Overall, (laughs) you have an F, but (laughs) if you can pass two tests overall, it will make it a D minus and that will be palpable. So I feel like that, like overall it was an A until that last episode, which was an F. So Mm -hmm. I think that it's getting a C plus for me. They bombed Mm -hmm. the finale. They bombed the finale. God, it's disappointing. Amanda, do you agree? Uh, mostly yes. Um, Amy and I talked about this, Mary Payne. I don't know if you listened to us talk about it, but we bet we both felt like this was written as a 10 episode season and somehow they like lost an episode. Where is that missing episode? Shove everything into nine. So Mm -hmm. it was way too fast. It is so rare for me to find a TV show where the pilot season is so good. Yeah. Because a lot of shows take a little while to get their legs under them. Like Sex and the City is a perfect mm. example. See, I disagree with that. the first season. I disagree with that. I think the first oh. season is often the best. Hmm. So, okay. Well, I can give you that. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Like the first season mm-hmm. of The West Wing, which you and I talked about the other day, was mm-hmm. fantastic. You haven't Ten watched that yet. But I felt like- Amy the- Amy Archer has never watched The West Wing. I know, dude. I know. And I love Amy Aaron as Sorkin, much as a political nerd. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. We'll try to watch it with your husband, who's 
worked on the Hill for many years, has eaten in those dining rooms, and is currently a lobbyist. Try to watch it with that guy who's yeah. like, everything's like, eh, that wouldn't happen. Mm. You couldn't just walk up in that Senate um, lunchroom. Eh, they wouldn't it's do like that. When I watch they can't park there. Show. I get it. I get yeah. it. It's like watching law shows with my ex-husband. Um, yeah. You don't know this, Mary Payne, but behind us is my sweet cat, Leo Thomas McGarry, who is asleep. Yes. Okay. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Toby's around here. Toby is is Tobias Zachary Ziegler is also in this house somewhere. So okay. we're really what is, the, what is that actor's name? Leo. He died. What's his name? John Spencer. Oh, so good. He was so good. Mm. So so but, good. Okay. Yes, but Yellow Jackets. Um, I felt like the first season was so flipping good. This one got to a slow start. I felt like the middle was pretty good, and then I don't know. I, it, it's like the flying monkeys came in and just made a ninth episode and had nothing to do with the rest of it. It was really strange. Well, I will say like, so I was somebody who just watched season one right into two. Mm -hmm. So I have that problem separating them. I can't remember like what happened in season one and what happened in season two. But as I was sitting down and writing out, okay, major plot points by character. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. I realized like not a lot happened in season two. Mm -hmm. I think more happened and I was happier with the arc of the show in the wilderness than I was mm -hmm. in the current time. And I felt the opposite when I watched season one. Well, season Agreed. one, I was like so interested in what was going on in the current mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, the wilderness was getting boring, whatever. But like, wow, the wilderness really kicked it up this. If you think about it, time was a little slapsticky. It was and it was yeah. if you think about the timeline, it was a couple of days. Yes. It really wasn't really. long. It, wasn't it was like long. a week between when Natalie showed up at, you know, Colt Camp and everything happened. She was not there very long. She was at not some there point Misty's long. like, I've been no. here forever. And and was it um Lisa who was like, Yeah, yeah, you've been here for 24 hours, girl. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you've not mm -hmm. been here forever. And she and Natalie had only been there a couple of days. I was well, telling I was Amanda, I had high hopes. I had high hopes for Natalie actually getting into the cult and finding some peace in her life. But Same. No. Yeah. Me too. I was telling Amanda, Mary Payne, I don't know if you know this, but the actor who plays Lisa is trans and they are very well known for um, a law, like a, a lawsuit that they won, which was groundbreaking, which was like to allow you to use the bathroom of your chosen gender in the state of Maine. Okay, who's Lisa? Lisa is the cult member with the, the with the lip ring. Yes, yeah, had the fight with, had the fight with Natalie with the with mm -hmm. the goldfish. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Oh, okay. No, I know. Mm -hmm. I did not know any of that. Okay, good. Oh, so the the fourteenth Gilly, the fourteenth Gilly. All right. Well, we don't Gilly. know about R.I.P. at fourteenth Gilly. And, and that that I'm brings what, that. Is, what does Gilly mean? Oh, I Gilly don't, was I, the fish. Yeah, fourteenth Gilly was the name of the fish. Uh, <laughs> I didn't catch and that. I just felt that so funny. She's like, yeah, we have to go see the 14th Gilly. And I'm like, uh, what happened mm -hmm. to one through mm -hmm. 13 of Gilly? Mm -hmm. And do we need Gilly number 15? Because I don't think Gilly 14 is going to get all the care they need. Oh, my gosh. So, I did not catch up. That's funny. Let's start character by character and just go okay. through what happened to them. So we have adult Shauna. So we pick up where Callie learned of her affair. She learned that Adam Martin had gone missing at the end of season one. Season two, she's being a real snot to her mother and is very triggering to me. Mary Payne, did you agree with me there? I 
Well, her mother's pretty awful to her as well. Um, they are pretty Fair. equally, which which you can't be pushed to that as a parent. You can't yes. be like, yes. I will also now act like a, a petulant child. But um, no, it's not triggering for me. I think because I'm uh, past that really terrible meanness in my life. I, 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 I lived it. I lived that darkness for about five or six years. Yeah, coming out. I, do, I have a teenage boy that's mean to me now, but in a different way. And then he sits in my lap and tells me he's sorry. So yeah, oh, yeah. I really we, we don't I really, get the fourteen year old boy sorry we just get the mean so i really want my daughter penelope to marry your son listen we can make it happen he's got a real serious girlfriend last night last night they went on a picnic to celebrate their one and a half year anniversary my my daughter can wreck that she'll be (laughs) (laughs) sorry girlfriend yeah okay so we know that so Callie found the driver's license in the grill. We see this happening. So she knows something's up here. Um, this leads her to become reckless, and then we meet porn stash, Sarkusa, who mm-hmm. is the worst person in the entire cast. He hey, pumps Tim. her for info, and this is how the cops start looking at Shauna because Callie tells him. So she runs into him at a bar. She doesn't know he's a cop, obviously. She starts telling him, yes, my mother had an affair. So now this is how the cops get turned on to Shauna. And Mm -hmm. then um, she lies and tells him that, like, she discovers he's a cop. She tells him uh, Shauna was having the affair at Randy. Porn stash sniffs a condom and realizes that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Why couldn't Randy get it to work in the bathroom? I don't know. I mean, maybe because Shauna's screaming through the door, like, hurry up and don't think of me, you asshole. Right. Also, <laughs> don't think of me. <laughs> also, why don't we just leave a condom wrapper on the vanity and flush the condom? Right. That would make more sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on a septic tank, so that would never fly here. Right. But they're at a but... hotel. They don't care. <laughs> hotel don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just pretend you don't use a condom. Right. There you go. For all we know, um, Randy had that. You are Al Pacino it. or Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, so um, Shauna and Jeff find Adam Martin's art studio. They have sex all over his creative vision. I'm very offended by all of this. It's gross. Jeff makes a joke about art majors. I'm offended. I hate you, Jeff. <laughs> Rotten. They get carjacked. Shauna wrestles the gun from the man. Later, she goes to retrieve the van. And this was quite the scene where she had to physically stop herself from wanting to shoot that guy who kidnapped them. Mm -hmm. She needs some blood. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see what else. She and Callie are questioned by the police. Shauna breaks down telling porn staff she never wanted to be a mother. Okay. I want to ask Mary Payne's opinion about this because I have an opinion. Amanda's weighed in with her opinion. Okay. I feel like I don't want to say Melanie Linsky can't act. But okay. I feel like then the don't say that. that she's having <laughs> because how don't dare feel you feel real to me? She's always just right on the edge of tears, you know. Yeah, like when she has that breakdown at the compound with Lottie, and she's holding the goat, and she's talking about how sometimes she doesn't let herself love Callie because she's afraid she's going to lose her. I just feel like you'd be sobbing through that. But Amanda brought up a good point that she's just so divorced from her emotions. She's so broken. She went through the worst yeah. of the worst trauma. And I'm sure she has never visited ye old therapist for this. And because she can't talk about it to anybody. No. 
except these four other women and they're not equipped to deal with it because they're all they are all in the vice grip of their own trauma which i'm now using amy all the time (laughs) i just Uh, feel like that never occurred to me amy it never occurred to me um all i know is when i watched that episode with the goat named bruce that because Kimberly of a date with Dateline is so um, averse to anything like she can't, like she was very worried about you know the fourteenth gilly or whatever that fish's mm-hmm. name was. Mm-hmm. She's very worried like will the fish die? That once an animal comes into it, she can't focus on anything else. You could needless to say, she was very upset about um, the dog altar, and yes. so oh, yeah. she yeah so she I, I sent her a text before I knew she watched it and said before you watch tonight's episode, I want you to know something. Bruce is fine. <laughs> nothing happens to bruce and she's like who's bruce i go you'll see out of context that's yeah. the funniest yeah. text to get yeah and Don't it says a lot about their it says a lot about their trauma that she automatically jumps to you're gonna get me to love this goat and then, and then murder it. kill it and then murder it okay. well i was i i didn't think that at all i thought you just have to take care of something mm-hmm. for a day like that thing in high school with the egg or whatever that's what right. i thought but I, that's what her first thought Ooh, however i love how she's like Oh, wait, the other option is mucking out the stalls. Okay, I'll take the killing of the goat. Right. <laughs> For her, it's like, I could clean up poop or I could kill something. I'll kill it. It's fine. So, I'm so good at that. That's kind of what happens with her. And that's what leads her to Lottie's cult. So, like, there's not much more aside from the finale that we see in Shauna, right? Did I miss mm-hmm. anything that you could think of? Just the Adam Martin stuff, right? Yeah, that's the big did, stuff. Did either of you watch Two and a Half Men? No, back in the back in the day, she was she was Rose. She was Mm -hmm. the neighbor that would that Charlie had like a full restraining order against her. She lived next door, and she would climb up the balcony and be like, "Hi guys!" And she would show up, and she always had that voice like this. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, "Anyway, just wanted to see what you guys are doing." Hi, and she would show up as like the ditzy neighbor that was obsessed with Charlie. And sometimes Charlie would bang her, and sometimes I was just gonna say, let me guess, he had to get a restraining order because she wanted to bang him so much, always. But they did bang quite a bit, Mm -hmm. and then she'd be like, "Okay, see you later." And then she would like go down the balcony, and they're like, "You could use the door." Okay. She was a great character on that show. And mm. when I first saw her in other things, like she was in that candy and she was in something else I saw before she that. She was in The Last of Us. She was in The Last of Us, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, it was something before, it was maybe like a year or two ago. I was yeah. like, hey, that, and it just, it gnawed at me and gnawed at me and gnawed at where have I seen that girl? Yeah. She's and that, amazing. And I was like, I was like, it's real. And then, then to come out, she's like Australian or something. I'm like, what she's the hell? She's from New Zealand. I love hearing her real voice. It trips mm-hmm. me up in the same way hearing Nicole Kidman's real voice does. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they so often play American characters that you're like, oh, right. You're Australian. And also, speaking of succession, everybody on succession is something else. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because are you watching um, The Ultimatum, Queer Love? I sure am. There's a character on there is. and I'm like, and this person is talking and I'm like, God, where is that accent from? This is somebody I know so well. And I realized... This person, I'm not going to say the name because they'll give it away. I'm revealing in a minute. This person sounds just like our twins at the same time. Mm-hmm. Those twins. Oh. And then the person's name, I'm like, duh, Amy. The person's name Aussie. is Aussie. <laughs> oh, they're Australian. It was funny because I was watching that and Todd came in the room and heard Aussie's voice. He's like, mm-hmm. whoa, that was not at all the voice <laughs> I expected to come out of this person. They must um, be from the same geographic town. location same, i'm telling same the time it's identical it's crazy yeah. so um obviously shauna in the wilderness goes through the worst i mean correct we see her talking to dead jackie in the meat shed that's when it opens up 
And then we see like her fighting with Lottie a lot because Lottie's obsessed with her baby. And then we see the birth. And mm-hmm. Shauna's also the first person to eat somebody. She eats Jackie's ear. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was awful. And she's also the one who kind of leads them to the cannibalism. She does. She's yes. she's got her our girl's got a little bit of a bloodlust happening. Yes. Look, she's it's, hungry. She is hungry. hungry. And she's, she's hungry. They're all hungry. They're we, all hungry. We've talked a lot about the fact that the the potential moral relativism of it all, and we're morally totally fine on the fact that they're eating each other. Yep. Now that we may be hunting each other, that's a whole other that's thing. But like mm-hmm. that's different. If, if you die of natural causes, you fair game. Mm-hmm. So um, it was her obsession with Corpse Jackie that caused Ty and those guys to say, that's it, we're done. We're going to burn this body because of a freak snowstorm, which may or may not be caused by something supernatural in the wilderness. Jackie gets smoked instead of burnt. And Shauna's the one who says she wants us to. And they mm-hmm. start eating. So we have that. And then, of course, we had the birth scene, which what is with these people shoving traumatic birth scenes at us lately? Did you watch House of the Dragon? Yes. That was and all traumatic birth. Yes. That's the yes. only thing it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Last of Us had a traumatic birth. There's a lot of birth trauma happening. Yes. Yes. I haven't watched any of these shows and I feel left out. Just yeah, a, okay. lot of, a lot of Sorry. traumatic birth, and I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. Watching all of these made me real glad I will never be giving birth, and that both of you are finished with your birth experiences yes. in your life. Um, Mary Payne, what was your reaction? Because we didn't really talk about it when Shauna had the baby and then had the dream, and we thought the baby was alive, right. and then we learned it wasn't. Um, Well done, well played, mm-hmm. I thought, as far as you know, uh, with the actors and the storyline and whatever, I believed it. I didn't at all think the baby was not alive. My question is, do we think, and this is you guys, this is dark. So if this is triggering for you, please turn it off because I'm sure it can be triggering for lots of people who've had miscarriages or traumatic births given traumatic birth. I wonder if the baby was born alive at all. I doubt it. I don't think so. I doubt it because the placenta came out first and mm-hmm. that's that's the first problem. Yeah, and that's how they breathe. And so as soon as the placenta has disengaged from the uterus, like we're done. We're done zo. And so and in reality, from what I understand from a medical perspective, Shauna should have died as well. Yeah. Given how much she bled out. But yeah. I'm guessing the baby was born still. I'm that's actually wondering thought. if the baby didn't hadn't been dead for a while. I mean, we don't know. She she had no prenatal care. So we have no idea what was Mm -mm. actually going on. And Mm -mm. none of them were experienced in it. So if she's not feeling the baby kick at 10 second intervals and she's not going straight to the internet and, you know, what to expect when you're expecting all the things that parents do, they don't know. Mm. They had the 10 minutes of that bad video in high school. What do they know? That's true. That's true. I I just, the whole thing. And then her realizing that, you know, she wakes up after X amount of Mm -hmm. time, you know, and then they they give her the baby, you know, wrapped in the the fur and stuff. And then you think like when she's burying the baby, or you're, I mean, everything that they, I'm like, take the take the wrapping 
everything they need all yeah. that warmth so mm-hmm. you know that's why they take the clothes and oh and the jacket and the oh mm-hmm. my gosh so much mm-hmm. so much amy i'm so yeah. glad you're breaking this down like this because <laughs> it's just like once you start talking about one thing you could go into mm-hmm. six other things you know mm-hmm. and i'm i'm actually glad that she buried the baby covered like that that feels like that felt true to me is what a mother would do in that yeah. immense mm-hmm. amount of grief yep. i'm going to keep my baby as safe as possible even though yeah. they're dead. Well, you know, she's going to go back and that baby's gone. So, Oh, well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. I have a quick question before we move away from Shauna. Uh, Adam Martin. What? 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 Who? What? We're wondering what, what the point was at this point. Serve? We don't know. Don't forget, we do have the information out there that he was a bone marrow trans uh, donor. Huh? Um, he was a bone marrow. That's donor. how they were able to identify his body without the head and body. feet. Oh. That was something Misty missed. Mm-hmm. So um, we huh. don't know if that's going to play into it. Did somebody need bone marrow at some point? There's oh God, a theory what, out what there on the his internet cousiners? that maybe Walter did. I don't know. Ooh, what I if he's know. related to Walter? That'd be interesting. We don't know what purpose he serves. Because when you think about it, we didn't need him. Mm-mm. The story could have been that the Yellow Jackets are being called together because of this blackmail. And right. then the arc could have been that she finds out it's Jeff at the end or, you know, whatever. Yeah. The only thing he served was to make it potentially clear or muddy the waters that Jeff wasn't the automatic blackmailer. Right. Because it was the glitter in the closet. Jeff. Let me tell you something about Jeff. Talk to Jeff, us. Listen, Jeff doesn't have the wherewithal to pull <laughs> off the whole ride a motorcycle and steal and ride and all that stuff that was in season one. Come on now. Jeff's yeah. like a bumbling idiot. No way he's. <laughs> I have real harsh feelings about Jeff and I don't know why, like he's harmless, but I just feel like people tend to forget, like he was blackmailing these people. Right. He yeah, was like, a bad he guy. $50,000 of Ty's money. Actually, whose money was it? Nat's because what- she sold her car. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like Nat doesn't have oh 50 God. grand to just give to anybody. No. Maybe she does. You don't know. She just life. got out of rehab. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. You don't know her life. It's she's just, got a lot of leather pants to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So when we think about it now, we think about Ty. Like, what really happened to her in the current? Like, we know about the dog altar, mm-hmm. and then she and we open, and she and Simone are split up. She buys Sammy the little dog for the kid. Steve, no, Stevie, Stevie. is Sammy. Sammy's the son. Sammy's the son. She I'm, buys what, Stevie for the dog. Who's taking Where? care of Stevie? Where's Sammy? Sammy's Where's with Sammy? Simone. Maybe Sammy's with Sammy, mother. No, Simone's is Sammy real? To life in the hospital. Oh shit! I forgot. Oh god. Maybe Sammy's with Simone's parents. I don't know. We don't. Know. We need eyes on Stevie and Sammy. Don't. What's know. happening is, to these? Is there is there any? Um, why are they all? Why are their names all start with an S? Sammy, Simone, Stevie. I know. I know. Mm. Do you have to name the fucking dog Stevie? Thanks for throwing that wrench in there. But anyway, so we have this scene where she thinks Sammy, she's struggling with sleepwalking again. So she's doing all these extreme measures like Pelotoning and drinking tons of coffee to stay awake. She thinks Sammy comes to see her. Turns out it was all an illusion. She gets Simone in the car to go looking for him and evil Ty comes out and you see it. Mm -hmm. And she drives them right into an intersection. And then she goes to see That actress is so good. The way that she is. So good. I agree. She she gets a different face. Yeah. She has a wholly different face when she's evil Ty. Her looking yeah. in the mirror. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. Evil Ty looking back. Whoa. Ugh. Ugh. Got, I really just got a chill. Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. 
But I don't like, and then she went to see Van. And so then we were, you know, glad to see Van, adult Van. Who I have something to say about adult Van. Well, we can go right to her because that's all that happens to current day Ty. And wilderness Uh, Ty, we don't have much. Like we see her just struggling with the the sleepwalking. And once she starts going to Lottie's uh, church sessions or whatever. Her meditation circle. The sleepwalking seems to stop a little bit. And you see her and Van kind of just having a relationship. Like, there's not much more. She's super supportive to Shauna through the yeah. birth. She's but, she's a warrior for Shauna in yeah. caring for the birth and afterwards. But yes, okay. talk to but us also, about Van. Well, in the wilderness, don't forget when uh, that night, like, they woke up and they were making out and Van realizes it's bad tie. And she, like, un- unplugs her, unchains mm-hmm. her to show her. Where so they, they've got one more piece of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're, it's going to all point to the tree. I don't fucking know. Right. But but Van, current day Van, I, I got to say, as a ginger, those scars on her would not look like that. They would mm. not look like that. And actually, I talked to Katie about what this. What would they look like? I, listen, scars, scar, you can't see them. People. Oh, look, okay. I, I, they I mean, I had that, pronounced. Yeah, I had that surgery. You can't even see it. I, like two weeks ago, you can't yeah. see it. Gingers, their scars heal very well, and they would not be like huge keloid that even if they were raised, they would be skin color by now. Hmm. So I'm upset about that. And Katie was saying <laughs> she felt that what her scars look like in the present day is what they should have looked like back then. And then back in the wilderness, they weren't very pronounced. That's true. true. And so That's how come well, she's it doesn't also mean Ill. anything? Well, true. Theoretically. But also, she didn't get proper plastic surgery. Yeah. I'm just saying it would not be. No, but Katie is right. Like, her scars do look better in the the wilderness wilderness. than they do now. It doesn't mean anything. But I do think the irony of her running uh, 80s VCR. um, And then there was lots of stuff out there um, about the posters on the wall change in each episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I didn't notice that. Of course, like I said, I only watched it once. Whenever I watch it back, I will try to notice it. But like, yeah. I th- does, does that mean anything? And all the the titles of the movies and what they have to do. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a lot of that. Easter eggs in her store. Okay. Yes, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, Amy and I are diehard Lauren Ambrose fans, so we were just super excited love. to see her. Six feet under. Six feet under. Great show. We love. love it so much. Yeah. Love, love, love. Um, one of the things I can't get over in adult fan story is how she had clothes that fit adult Ty. Yes, there is that too. Because <laughs> Ty's like, I need to go take a shower. And Van's like, okay, I'll go get you some clothes. Now, adult Ty is a good foot taller than her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those jogging pants would be up to her knees. <laughs> I had a they, problem with Were that. they cropped jogging pants? That. I didn't notice. I don't know. Amy, it would um, be like you trying to wear my clothes. We're similarly sized, but I'm like... Six inches taller than you. Yes, it would look ridiculous. Yes, it would look ridiculous. Um, so we don't really see, like, they come together and then they decide to go to Lottie's cult together. Oh, we do learn at Lottie's cult that Van has cancer. That's yes. a huge thing. And what they kind kiss. of cancer did she say ever? She didn't say. She just said the bad kind. The bad kind. Okay. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. are there any good kinds? I don't know. Um, I had a good kind, so I'll give you that. I had thyroid okay. cancer. So. Oh, Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's been five years. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll we, if we want to go into scar that. talk, we can talk about my scar. No, it's. I'm telling you, if you're going to have cancer, the kind of thyroid cancer I had would be one to have. Whatever um, 
fan has, who knows? But I'm thinking okay. she's I think she's coming out of this with no cancer. And let's not oh, for forget sure. how they made out. Oh yeah, that was hot. Oh yeah, that was hot. Okay. So now we go to Misty. So current day Misty, working hard to keep Sean and the others out of jail for murdering Adam Martin, realizes Nat's missing through some detective work. She meets Walter, who is love. amazing. Love. Love. Love, love, love him. And um, I always call him Harry Potter, but he's really Frodo. So I get those two things mixed up. How dare you? He is not Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) He's not Daniel Radcliffe. Um, She and Walter together pretend to be the FBI. They question Randy about what happened to Nat. That leads them to the cult. So they are on the case. And they're growing closer. And she lets him know um, with a phone call from Lottie's cult that because he guessed that she had she had murdered Adam Martin. And mm-hmm. she I I didn't pick this up till I was summarizing it. She never says, no, Shauna killed Adam Martin. Mm-mm. She lets Walter think she did because she calls him and says, You were correct. Mm-hmm. So how is Walter, how is Walter so rich? He was in an accident. Yeah. Um construction like, accident. A construction a accident. He was as you said, I was lucky enough to be in a construction accident and not seriously hurt. But he well, got like six believe- million dollars. Nobody believes that guy's working construction. He must have been walking under a yeah. No, I think he was walking City or something. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, I don't know. What do we think about Walter? Love Walter. Love him. love Walter. Got to say, the best part of the finale was him and the tea to the detective, and then just mm-hmm. that was the best yes. part. Loved yes. that. Hated the dream dance sequence. They could have taken that whole fucking thing out and, and wrapped oh, up these stories. Oh man, better. I hated that too. And I, by the way, I went floating last week. There were no birds singing. None of that Mm -hmm. happened to me. Just saying. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We have a new float place open, like right by my house. And I'm like, I love it. I I I think it would scare the shit out of me. This is what I'm talking about. If it's a room you stand up in, you're fine. Yeah, I couldn't. I could never leave. Mary Payne, that's a Gen X thing. We don't get into a small space and let somebody lock us in there. No, 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 no. I'm not, ever, not getting ever. in a body of water and, and hope somebody opens the door and lets me no. out. No. Not no, no. You're, you, don't lock, you don't get locked in there. It's great. I don't um, believe you. I, I had a point. I forget what it was. Um, Dream sequence. Hated it. Yeah. Oh, that's – so you had all that – I felt like that episode was poorly paced too mm-hmm. because you have this – I think it's the pacing that I'm I'm having a problem with because – you have Shauna's quote unquote breakthrough, like her breakdown, where we see her coming to terms with her past PTSD, talking about having this baby, Callie, who she doesn't even know is real sometimes and she can't let into her heart. And it's given a five minute treatment to Lottie yeah. standing there outside the shed and then we move on. And I yeah. feel like that just should have been given, like we're so emotionally invested in Shauna. That should have mm-hmm. been given so much more space to play out in a real scene. Instead of having all these intimate scenes between Nat and Lottie, which I guess we needed too, we should have been given that for this. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, the emotional breakdown of this whole season or breakdown, breakthrough, break, whatever, was all around Shauna giving yeah. birth, eating Jackie, dealing with it. And then breaking down about Callie and all of that. So, yeah, it didn't have the time it needed. Yeah, like hearing that was supposed to be our payoff. Like, okay, now Shauna's realizing mm-hmm. the trauma that she has and what it looks like in this world. That was supposed to be the payoff. And it was it was two minutes. And yeah. it was like a conversation in passing. 
What are you doing, writers? I'm still mad about the dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> still but mad about did, it. Still didn't like it either. Is, like, take the 10 minutes you spent on that dream sequence and give it to Shauna. Yeah. yeah. Having this moment. Oh, it was so weird to me. It was so weird. Um, Wilderness Misty really goes on a quite a journey. She does. <laughs> wow. What happens to her? She makes a friend, Crystal. So we meet mm-hmm. Crystal the Pistol. She sings show tunes. She coaches Misty through an amazing dialogue from Steel Magnolias as a baby shower gift for Shauna, which, Mary Payne, I imagine that's just what your entire family gathering sounds like half the time. Yeah, we stand around and quote Steel Magnolias. No, if anything, we talk about the terrible accents in that movie. Yeah. People don't talk like this. (laughs) Come on. That's how they talk in the movies. Then you don't want to hear me on Love and Death because I'm always doing a real bad Southern. It's so great, though. It's so great. Once Um, I watch it, I'll listen to your recaps. it's, It's so bad. So uh, Misty and Crystal get so close that Misty confides in her that she destroyed the emergency transmitter from the plane. Crystal freaks out, falls off the cliff, even though Misty is being threatening and menacing. Like, you better she never backs her off the She backs her off the cliff, yeah. But she yeah. does fall. Misty mm-hmm. does not push her. Right. And then Misty goes down and checks if she's dead, and she is. As the poor girl, I shouldn't say poor girl, she just was complicit in a murder. As she hikes up back up to the top of the cliff... There's Coach Ben, who is captain of the trash pile, standing there wanting her to push him off so he could commit suicide. That wasn't the same scene. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, you're back. right. You're right. Yeah, she yeah, came yeah, back. yeah, yeah. She, she came, came back. back in the middle of the so storm yeah. to deliver just baby. Because what if he would have looked down? You're right. No, you're right. Like, oh, when oh. She oh, goes dear. back to look for the body to hide it from people uh-huh. eating. Treks back up and then she deals with the suicide. You're correct. Yes. But what do we think? Where, about what this happened guy? to Crystal? What happened to Crystal? Did is Crystal she is she six six feet under the snow and we just she just couldn't find her? But I mean, by the way, set designers get better with the snow. I, it, that was yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, like that. I brought I, where this is she? Up. Where's Crystal? I said I thought maybe she was alive. Amanda, you weren't sure. I don't think she's alive because Misty did compressions. Blood came out of her mouth. Like we said, blood coming out of people's mouths, generally a bad sign. Things aren't going well. I'm guessing, excuse me, some animal grabbed her or the mystical force, if there is a mystical force. But she wasn't in the tree when later when we Mm -hmm. go to the tree, she wasn't there. No, no. But she could be anywhere. And, you know, I have problems with Coach Ben because I hate him because he's the (sighs) only grown up and he's not stepping up to this role. Useless. But he's like morally offended that people are eating people Mm -hmm. and he will not partake and he does not like these girls because they're doing this it's quite the leap to be like i'm i'm can't take like i'm starving and i still can't bring myself to eat somebody to i'm gonna light a cabin on fire and murder 13 girls yeah those are quite there's a lot of space in between there i don't think he started that fire just gonna say it I don't think he did either. I think he I took the he matches. I think he took the matches to go back because he realized pretty quickly that out in the wilderness alone, he's useless. He couldn't even like get those rocks to flint to make right. a fire. So he's like, I got to go get the matches. Which that yeah. was actual footage from Amy Archer ever trying to survive in the wilderness. Just crying <laughs> in a dark cave, hitting a, hitting a flint. <laughs> how, how, how does that work? How many times do you have to do it? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. 
But do you think he started the fight? You don't think so, no. Amanda? Have we? I don't think you? he did. I, I've got. I've gone back and forth on. I just don't think he did. It just feels like too much of a leap. And and if he did, then that's bad writing because that's yeah, not consistent with his. It character. doesn't make sense, and I don't think he would have done it to Nat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. No. Of all the people in that cabin, he had that little bond with Nat. And he mm-hmm. was like, you can come live in the, you know, the tree hole with me and we can get through this together. Fuck those bitches. Yep. And yeah. Although we did have the Godfather scene, Mary True. Payne. Are you familiar with the Godfather? Somewhat. At the end when Michael realizes he's replaced his father and you have the heads of the other families coming in and kissing the ring and he's in the father's office and Kay, who we now know is played by Diane Keaton, right. is just like staring off to the side and watching it like, oh, fuck. There this goes is happening Kay, now. Is like, Kay is married to... To Michael, yeah. To Michael Corleone, yeah. But who's Michael Corleone? Is it Al Pacino? Yeah, Yeah. Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. Third time I've heard his name today. Back when he was young and should be having children. Right. Yeah. (laughs) He's now the age of of Marlon Brando in The Godfather and is having children and he should not be. True. So this is where the phrase kiss the ring comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's a really powerful scene. And I feel like, you know, this was very similar. Like the coach watching Natalie and just being like, okay, she's in it now too. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. So why did, why did, I know you're jumping super ahead, but why did Lottie stand up and be like, the wilderness doesn't want me. It wants you because you were chosen. But then um, Javi fell through the ice. Is that why she, Lottie came to this realization? I'm not the antler queen you are. Yeah, let's talk about Lottie. That's a good segue. So Lottie, um, we start off the season, we're seeing that she's gaining power, and then she really endears herself to the group when she takes that beating from Shauna. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know, Shauna has this energy in her, this hatred, this sorrow, this trauma, and she's either going to keep acting out and hurting us, or I'm just going to put myself in there and act as a pain sponge. Yep. And um, that's a succession line. Remember, Lucas says that to Tom. Um, so he's like, I don't that. yeah, at the dinner, I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the dinner okay. he's having with Tom, he says, I mean, we're going to get real close to the bone. I'm going to need a pain sponge. So um, uh, Lottie acts like Gross. that. For she does. Shauna, she, takes it, and she takes it for Shauna, the team, literally. Shauna beats the shit out of her. So for most of the season, that's wilderness Lottie. Like she's just lying upstairs but Misty is playing Kingmaker and Misty is translating 
between Lottie and the rest of the group. And she's saying like, Lottie, why, why can't anybody else Lottie climb that ladder and go not. check on Lottie? Why can't no one else right? check on Lottie? I think they're right? afraid to see her. Honestly, I think they're all really grossed really out. Amy, by her. I totally stepped on what you were saying. Please repeat what you said. Cause I got very upset. Say it again. No, 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 that's okay. I'm just saying like, Misty is the translator and that's where we don't know Lottie's true intention. We don't know if Lottie wanted them. All Lottie was saying is, if I die, you have my permission to eat me. That's what she was saying yes. to Misty. And Misty turned this into, okay, we need to survive. We need to eat someone. It can't be Lottie, so it's got to be somebody else. And Ty's the one who actually says it can't be her. It's got to be somebody else. So then we see but the why? The because they, they see her again. as the leader? Because they I see guess. Lottie as the leader, so that's why yeah. they can't eat her? Because she speaks I to guess. the wilderness? And that's what yeah, they're I think they all believe she had this power. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we see, you know, the hunt. So in the hunt, Nat draws the Queen of Hearts. Sean is going to kill her. Uh, Travis stops it. He tells oh, Natalie to Travis. run. Natalie runs. Javi tries to help her. I know a place we can go. It's this tree cave, whatever. They start to run together. Javi falls through the ice. And in a split second... Misty whispers into Nat's ear, like, if you save him, they're going to eat you. They're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's why Lottie says, like, okay, the wilderness needed me for this one thing, which was to teach you to attune to it. But mm -hmm. now my role's over and we need to move into survival. And th the wilderness, you know, by an act of fate, chose yeah. Nat to survive. So it's going to be Nat. And Shauna's pissed and she's angry journaling. And I'm here for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have a um, a theme that I noticed that not me. I mean, I'm sure everybody in the world noticed it. But the yeah. but the you know, so we've got the man with no eyes. Mm -hmm. We've got yeah. the 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 gouging of the eyes. We've got Shauna when she's cutting up Javi, covering her eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, did you think that was interesting when Shauna goes to to cut up Javi that she covered her eyes completely and just felt around and did it by hand? Is she doing that because she's too upset or because why? Well, and even when she's going to kill Natalie, she wants her to turn around. Yeah. And I don't Natalie think Shauna wants to watch what she has me. to do. Yeah. I think I think she just can't bear to look at it, but she knows she has to do it. But it's the theme of the covering the eyes yeah. mm -hmm. is kind of consistent. And so it's like the man with no eyes, the, oh my God. Like the eyes boy. of the window Sammy. of the soul type situation. Yeah, Sammy's creepy eyes. And also any, eyes. anytime that Ty switches personality, her eyes become red. Mm -hmm. yes. I think they're popping in some contact lenses for her, but her and eyes Coach, change color. I may be crazy, but I think I've also noticed Coach Ben's eyes changing. Mm. I feel like his eyes got very dark suddenly, and I don't know if that's just something I'm seeing, but it was, I don't know, it was like between the flashbacks and the current. His yeah. eyes it could also darker. just be the starving to death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's true. One thing we talked about, Mary Payne, is I appreciate it. They didn't make these girls look emaciated. Right. In the starving to death. They just did it all with makeup and, like, how dirty they looked and dirty. how sad yeah. they looked. But not, like, all of a sudden we think we need to be marching you into an eating disorder clinic because you're on the verge of mm -hmm. of death. And I'm glad, they, I'm glad they didn't make the actors do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have to do it with makeup, but they didn't make the actors, okay, now between here and here, all of you got to lose, you know, X right. pounds or whatever. Right. Yeah. Thank yeah, God. It's not great. Thank God. Not yeah. Not great for a so, 20 year old. Yeah. No. So I don't think, I don't, 
I, I don't know. I'm not sure what we missed. We can cover it when we, when we kind of wrap up. But that brings us to the finale. And in the finale, they're all at Lottie's cult. Cult. And things mm-hmm. get buttoned up way too quick. Like one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Everything's buttoned up. Walter steps in. He kills Kevin by giving him Loved some it. cocoa. Great scene. He's singing. I love when Jeff walks up and was like, what's this? What's going on here? And he was like, are you going to help me? Ooh. Right. I'm Walter. Hi. Walter will help me move a body. Yeah. As you do. He's, I love how he's singing Send in the Clowns and then the cops come in. Um, Pornstash <laughs> decides to take the deal, Walter's deal, and frame Kevin because of course he does. If we thought he had one ounce of integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff and – oh. So um, the girls reenact. Wait, I have a question about Kevin. I have a question about Kevin. Were Kevin from season one, Kevin and Natalie were friends when they were younger and Kevin was there one time when like Natalie's abusive dad came in and all that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's just trying to remember. And then they banged it out for a while. Uh, Yeah. Kevin was like her friend. Yeah. And like, and I think always loved her. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. she used him in season one. He was one, making her mixtapes like mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. of us sad sacks circa, circa the early 90s. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of mixtapes. Um, so Shauna draws the Queen of Hearts. And I love how she's like, time out, time out. <laughs> like, she's like, are we really doing this? Right. Um, and then Callie shows up with a gun, Shauna's gun, and stops it. And... Through no fault of her own, Natalie, trying to do the right thing, jumps between Lisa, who has now shown up with the gun, and and Lottie, and Lottie right? No, Misty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Misty, Misty yes. is going to go after Lisa and <sighs> hits Nat in the neck <sighs> with the drug that kills her. And, she's and I don't know why we had to go straight to the phenobarbital in this situation. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if the goal is just to get Lottie on the ground so they can get her to her latest psych institute why yeah. did we have to kill her like why was that e- why was there ever phenobarbital in that syringe because that's her go-to that's her go-to remember she put it in the cigarette with the with the reporter and, and i think it's her, her go-to to protect yeah. herself yeah like, i might need to kill somebody out here right yeah got that in my pocket um, just in case i also think that i was really annoyed with van in this episode because Van seemed to buy into what Lottie was selling all of a sudden. Yeah, Van, she who was like our through. skeptic all along, was suddenly like, we need to call off the psychiatric team. Maybe Lottie's right. Maybe this is in us. Maybe it's like, it was real weird how she just got right on that. But she did that in the wilderness, too. Mm-hmm. And Little Van. Part mm-hmm. of it in the current day, you could almost write it off of, she knows she's about to kick it. So she has no more fucks to give. So maybe in her brain, she's like, great maybe i'll draw the queen of hearts i'm dying anyway mm-hmm. I, yeah she was hoping to yeah she was hoping mm-hmm. To. Mm-hmm. i will say the scene when they were inside when lottie has said you know one of these has phenobarbital in it which you're like or do people just have this laying around their house like lysol or whatever like what yeah. and when she says um one of them has it in it, and I'll, I'll go last um so i don't know like which one or whatever um and I did like how Shauna was like, you're right. And then over her shoulder, she was like, oh, my God, you know, everybody play along here. <laughs> yes, I did yes. like that scene. And and, and then it, it was kind of flowing along until that point. And then after that was when everything sped up times three, mm-hmm. when everything mm-hmm. got wrapped up quick uh, 80s comedy style where everything's wrapped up in a bow at the end. And you're yeah. like, this is not the show that we like. 
No, no. we don't. We nope. don't need it all wrapped up. Leave a lot of it open. Who cares? Yes. You were almost waiting for the like. We're done. Like, yes, yeah, totally. And it just didn't flow. Walter wraps up Adam Martin, and if there's nothing deeper to Walter being here, then that's just a sloppy, like, convenient plot person. Do you know what I mean? And I hope that's not it. I got to keep him around. Deeper. Yeah. Oh, he's got to stay around. He was so good. But I don't, um, you guys caught the whole thing about the, when Missy first saw him in the home and she's looking at his legs and the whole thing about the calves and how she likes calves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wonder when she sits down to eat, if she's always down at the end by the, by the calves. (laughs) Does she Um, like them sexually or does she like them for num, 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 num. (laughs) I think sexually. I want, um, I want it sexually. Yeah. We also talked about when they ate Javi. Uh, we forgot about that. Um, we were wondering there would have been more meat. So do we think we, just he, about they left say. him in the meat shed? That's what we're hoping because, I mean, none of us have a good sense of how much meat's coming off a human body, but I'm thinking it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they saved – she brought in what they were going to eat that night and then saved yeah. the rest. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. So they ate Jackie at the end of season one, correct? And I want to say, didn't did they or no. did they eat her this? No, season? It was the beginning of this season. It was the okay. second episode of this season. I want to say I loved the episode that opened with just the blood dripping off of the skeleton finger of Jackie. Like they ate every piece of her. Yeah, there she, was there, there was left. nothing but bones left of Jackie. Nothing but bones. And then, oh, and then Natalie gathers up Jackie's bones and wraps them very similar to the way Shauna wrapped her baby up mm-hmm. and takes her and goes and puts her on the plane. So we don't know what's going to happen there either. And are they all going to have to go live in the plane now? Are we going to find another well-stocked cabin in the woods? Some people are saying they might need to live in the plane. Some people are saying they might live in the tree the tree pit. Hut. This has been one of my complaints the whole time, Mary Payne, is the well-stocked cabin like how much shit is in this abandoned cabin that these people like they've got every candle that i think has ever come out of like pier one imports they've got <laughs> and they're not like careful it. about them they light 17 at once when right. you just like, it looks like, like four to conserve it looks like my house around the time i was 28 years old and i thought i wanted to live by candlelight because somehow yes. i thought that made me deep and like, you would you would play nora jones and invite people over to hook up with that well yes. yeah yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Or I'd try to. I'd try to. <laughs> oh my and God. cry when they didn't show up like I did. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but they don't they don't like conserve anything, which no. is super weird. Another thing I just want to say is what do you guys think of the dripping? Yeah. The dri- the dripping is a theme, like the like the covered eyes is a thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just said we saw the blood dripping off of Jackie's corpse. Yeah. Yeah. And coming down the wall and the mm-hmm. now and only what's her name can hear it. What's her name, Amanda? Mari. Mari. So Mari, Mari Payne, who do you think is Pit Girl? Do you have an opinion on Pit Girl? Pit Girl has dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um So we're so, running out of people. So that takes out that girl with the pink baseball hat that we met this season. Yeah, the randos, the rando yellow jackets that just showed up to the red shirts. <laughs> um red shirts. The bench warmers. Um right. It's not Lottie. No, nope. I think it is. Well, it can't be Lottie because she's alive in present day running a cult. Is that? But her? is it her? Because she was had, on the I, in the I final the scene with Natalie when we saw all you know we saw dead 
Javi. We see Natalie, young and old. Whoever's on um, that plane at that last dead. scene is dead. And Lottie is there. Young However, Lottie. Lottie, young Lottie, not old Lottie. However, young Lottie does come out of the wilderness. Her parents recognize her. But I will say, Lottie and Mari look very similar. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if we're going to have the Lottie as pit girl theory. Is Mari, was, were they so emaciated and so sick after two years in the wilderness that she could sell herself as Lottie? No. No. I, I, I think, I think pit girl's Mari, but. Even if pit girl is Mari, I still think this adult Lottie is not the same person because Misty Quigley makes a, makes a point to say several times she doesn't know how she missed this. She missed it. She missed that Lottie was well again. And there's like a 10 year period Mm -hmm. that she can't account for Lottie's whereabouts. And there's a reason they're bringing that up. Question. Over and over again. The entire time they're at the cult, Mm -hmm. do they ever call her Lottie? Are they only calling her Charlotte? The cult members call her Charlotte. Our people call her Lottie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I remember when they were saying Charlotte, I was like, Listen, I know a lot about names, but I've never thought about Lottie being a name for Charlotte. I I think I just recently had to do this um, project with my son and there was a, I don't know, my grandfather's mother's name was like Lottie Bell, whatever. But L-O-T-T-I-E was the name. Mm -hmm. Lottie is the name. So I've Mm -hmm. never thought about Lottie being a nickname for Charlotte. It makes perfect sense, Mm -hmm. of course. There's a Mormon mommy blogger who I was obsessed with for a while because I went through a, I fell deep into Mormon mo- mommy blogger land 15 you, years do you, ago. Do you okay. follow uh, Mormon mommy TikTok? No. Should pretty I? Good. I don't really do good. TikTok. But um, yeah. this woman had a daughter named Charlotte who they call Lottie, which is how I know. Oh, that okay. is a thing. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It just yeah, it's perfect. Me. So when they're all calling her Charlotte, and then they are saying, you know, who's running this cult now, Charlotte, da 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 the, the girls, the present day girls do say Charlotte, but I, I couldn't recall if to her face they were calling her Charlotte. I felt like they were calling her Lottie. They were calling her I Lottie. I just feel like there's a reason that they said that two or three times. And they About keep the, bringing being up in Switzerland, Switzerland or whatever. They keep uh-huh. bringing it up. That and then Misty makes a point to say... I missed this. How did I miss this? She says it over and over again. Like I missed that she got out. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause she thought she was still there and she didn't know that Lottie had come back, started this cult, you know, did all of this. Mm-hmm. Does because Misty did, says Lottie's not dead. Lottie's not dead. Right. At the end of this episode. No, no, no. she's getting she's carted. Shot. She's getting, yeah. Her arms got, her arm got grazed and she's getting taken back to be 5150 somewhere. I think. And, and what does she say at the Carolyn. end? What does she say at the she end? She says, it is pleased with us. You'll see. Mm-hmm. And Who she's she looking at Van when she says that. Okay. You'll see, meaning Van, you're not going to die of cancer. I think right. so. I think and so. she and Callie were giving each other the the stink eye. Not the stink eye, but the like, I the felt like a eye. transfer. A lust eye. There was like, Callie was really. I call it the 1.59 a.m. three drink eye. You know, mm. where you have your three or four drinks in. Mm-hmm. It's one fifty nine a.m. Bars closing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, can't go home. You're about to make but a poor choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's. Can you please remind me at the end when Lottie says, which I felt was in regards to Callie, can't you feel it? It's here with us now. And that's mm-hmm. when Callie had walked up. 
Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she's kind of obsessed with Callie. This is your daughter. This is your daughter. Mm -hmm. Because no one else, obviously no one else has kids, but Ty has a son. Mm -hmm. But maybe no one else has a biological child that that it's possible. Lottie, Lottie Vils comes from oh, the wilderness. I didn't even think of that. None of them have biological children. Yeah. And as, yeah. well, let's put it this way. As best we know, my guess is that Simone gave birth to Sammy. Because it seems like they made a, a choice of a child whose complexion was almost exactly the same as yeah, yeah, Simone's. Yeah. They're yeah. both very dark skin. Ty is yeah. more medium skin. Um, so I don't, kind of led me to believe that Simone is most likely. Plus, she just seems more motherly. Yeah, true. Very motherly. Yeah, but yeah. God, that house is so dark. Everybody's like, the house is yeah. so beautiful. I'm like, I'd be on the floor in a depression coma in that house. Every like, I love the decorating, but every wall is like navy blue or black. Yeah. My, my mm-hmm. God, it's real dark. So we think that Callie is now what when she says it's here with us. Can't you feel it? And it's it was Callie that had arrived. So mm-hmm. what's that mean? I think what's that it, mean? I think the it is death. I don't know why. I just think that's what it is. So, okay, let's, let's, we're going to wrap up now with our predictions for where we're going to go from here. So I personally think that they are going to have good luck now and they're going to start to buy into this idea that they have fed it. And Uh so they're going to need to keep feeding it Mm -hmm. is what I think is going to happen. But I also think it's going to come out that Lottie's not Lottie. Okay. Because they've awakened it. Um, I'm hoping for a Misty Walter continuation of their great love story. That's what I need to have happen. hundred um, percent. I kind of don't care what happens with Shauna and Jeff. They I mean, could go. I'm just going to keep having mediocre sex and yeah. watching. I want, I want a Van tie romance. I want these two women to be getting back together. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm at this point, I'm way more interested to see what happens in the wilderness. Cause we've got, a year more of this thereabouts yes and we know a little bit of the rules of whatever this is but we don't yeah. know all of the rules yeah like, do we, we know don't... the origin of the drawing of the card with the queen with the blacked out eyes if if you do know remind me what was the origin of that's the card i don't think they're they were using we see them early using the cards for picking chores okay and i don't think they walk us through that i think that's why they use cards because they've used cards for everything mm-hmm. but we don't know why it's the, the, i don't yeah, know why are the eyes blacked out I right yet another blacked out eye situation right mm-hmm. the eyes the people with no souls the the yeah. dude with no eyes and i don't know because Thank even you. in the present when they do the cards they black out the queen's eyes mm-hmm. yeah she makes a point of doing that also the thing that ty saw the man with no eyes well before the wilderness Yes, when she was a young girl. When she was was a young girl and her grandmother was dying. Mm -hmm. Her grandmother gave her that man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm dying. Here you go. Let me transfer this creepy man (laughs) to your dreams. (laughs) Here's creepy mirror man with no eyes. Have fun. Love you. Ty. (laughs) And then Ty transferred it to Sammy. But was Ty the person outside the window looking at Sammy? Yes. Right. I think Ty's the woman in the tree. I think so too. Yeah. Because she'd come in all covered with like eating dirt and stuff and i think she's the woman in javi's drawings in the mm, tree could be she knew where javi was and found him yeah what well, let's can we quickly talk about the tree cave and the little t- mm-hmm. and all the little tiny bones there well, yeah well, we well, think those well, were the the bird bones 
right? Yeah. Or rat bones. They weren't people you, bones. Mm-mm. You don't think they were baby bones? No. no. People thought that, but no, I think they were too small. And there were so many of them, and they were all very similar. Yeah. Right. They looked means- like chicken leg bones to mm-hmm. me. So I mean, I don't those- know what baby bones look like, thankfully, but they felt like chicken leg bones to me. Okay, so where where are those animals coming from that they're eating? I don't know, and I don't know who else noticed this, but when Coach got down there and he was looking around, he looked and his eyes got real wide at something off camera that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. And then they cut it. So I don't know what's in that cave. And so, how big it is. With the map that they're drawing now, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the map, that's how Coach found this tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the missing piece of the map is that tree? I think so. I think so. That plus the picture that Javi had drawn of the tree. So he's like looking around for something that looks like it. Mm-hmm. And then, but of course, Lottie's whole cult was the symbol, which I know, Amy, you're over the symbol. but I'm over that symbol. But actually, we kind of let it go for the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. After we got the big reveal of the whole cult compound looks like the symbol, we didn't really get it beaten did? over the head with Wait, it Wait, what do much. you mean? So when, when all the women shot. eventually show up at, at Camp Cult. Uh-huh. They pull this drone shot up and the whole the whole compound is shaped like that. So like where the head is, is one part and then there's a line going through. It's like worn into the ground. You know, when you like look up at paths that people have been walking on all along. You guys, you I am not paying attention, clearly. Here's the problem. <laughs> Here's the problem. I watch this show and I'm so happy to be really watching a show that I'm not taking any notes for. Yes. Yep. So therefore I pay 75% attention. Sure. And mm-hmm. also I drink some high noons or some Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And by the end I'm like, this is the best show ever. And then I forget these. God, I got to watch the whole fucking thing again. Yeah. Just skip episode six. Yeah. That's all you have to do is skip episode six. Yeah. I don't need to see the, that again. No. Mm-mm. So sad. So sad. Yeah. So here's my final question. What use of a song stuck out to you the most this season? You know what it is for me. It was when they were playing something in the way in episode seven. Mm-hmm. Nirvana. Ugh. But what I've Amanda for you? Um, okay, so I have a complaint and then I'll give you the best one. I think the best one, my favorite was um I think they use the Killing Moon, because I really mm-hmm. love that song. Mm-hmm. But the one that pissed me off, so in the first season, they used a song by Ultravox called Vienna, which yes. very much became Natalie and Travis's theme. That's the song that they played when she saw him dead. It's a song mm-hmm. that was playing the first time they had sex. I'm sad for none of the Travis Natalie moments. We didn't mm. call back to that. I thought that okay. was a miss. Good point. In a show that I think the musical score is amazing. I also want to give a shout out. My second favorite was God is Alive, Magic is Afoot, which you know mm-hmm. is a Larry yeah. Cohen poem. Mary Payne, do you have a musical standout moment? Well, the something in the way, of course, just hits me where it hurts. R.I.P. But um, Kurt. But I... Uh, my favorite was the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. The world is a vampire. That yes. was great too. During the chase, uh, that was great. Yeah, um, Rat in a Cage. That was a great use of that song because of the way that song builds and um, mm-hmm. Billy Corgan and the way he can't Agreed. can't sing and he screams but he can't sing and it's just <laughs> like it just took me so much back to that like mm-hmm. uh, you know Nirvana a whole Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, that era of that, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Another, In a similar um, vein was this Cranberry Zombies when they're bringing yes. Javi back. Yes. That was a beautiful one too. 
Um, honorable mention to Four Non Blondes when we saw mm-hmm. Van at her shop yeah. in the morning with what's going yeah. on. That was great. And a lot of Radiohead. Well, because they're lesbians? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is because they're lesbians? Is that what you're saying? Well, and it's a lot horrible. of Radiohead was used Amy. so well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in all fairness, the gays are using that as their intro for the ultimatum queer love. They're using like the dance mix of what's going on, okay, which is well, making me laugh every time. I- I was just going to bring up the ultimatum what, queer love. What is the ultimatum? Do I need to watch this? The you do. Is like a like a version of it's the same produ- production company as Love Is Blind and Married at First Sight. And okay, they did it like there was. This a is season, their second season. There was a season one that was not great. It was okay. It was heterosexual couples that were all like twenty years old. So the idea is like, let's say you using you and Dave. Let's say you wanted okay. to get married. Dave didn't. You'd send him on this show. There's like six other couples. You spend three weeks, you switch couples. So you'd go live with Timmy. Amy would come live with Todd. I'd go live with Dave, whatever it is. Okay. Cool. okay. And then after three weeks, you all go back to your original person and you decide, do I want to marry this person or do I want to leave single forever? It's doing that same bullshit. Like like a Temptation Island. Situation. Yeah. Temptation Island. Similar mm-hmm. with mixing people up. This season, though, is a bunch of lesbians or non-binary Really? Assigned female at birth people. Yeah, and some it of them is, are okay. pan. Some of them are yeah. Like there's pan. some. Yeah. Yeah. It is so messy Queer and love. so good. Okay, but here's my complaint. So everybody makes fun of Married at First Sight for the songs, right? Because they don't use they use like this royalty free song stock stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like every show one, on Bravo. Yeah. One of the yeah. songs was "I'll Be Your Nirvana and You'll Be My Kurt Cobain." I was like, what? No. No. Blasphemy. No. no. <laughs> I didn't even notice Courtney that. Courtney Love, get, sue that song get immediately. Get that out of your mouth, <laughs> you nightclub singer. Whatever no. That whole thing. All no. right. Well, thank you guys. Which, which, what amazing. channel would I watch this ultimatum on? What channel? Would oh, be on the Netflix. Netflix. On the on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. I love them. I'm writing it down. And it's dropped yeah. very similarly to Love is Blind. They drop four, then they drop three, then they drop two. I yeah, I've oh, got so much TV to watch. I have no time this weekend. I'm going to the Dead Show all day tomorrow, guys. Mm, and hate so, the Dead. We've talked about this. Yeah, I'm not a Dead person mm-hmm. either. But Matt and Jake are also covering Ultimatum, so and mm-hmm. they're of course mm-hmm. doing a bang up job. So I saw it. that. I saw that they were covering, and I was like, "What is this show that they're covering? And how yeah. do they have so many hours in the day? Because yeah. it's their full time job, and they don't have children, <laughs> right? It's also my full time job, and I but do have children. You have children. That's yeah. the difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to go into the black hole and look for Musinex. <gasps> Do you guys want to hear – Jesus Christ. Do you guys want to hear something very funny yes. about Matt? Yes. You know, Matt – Matt, I, I love Matt and Jake. Matt and I are just closer friends. Mm-hmm. He called me yesterday. So we – he submitted us to be on this panel at Podcast Movement, mm-hmm. which is going to be mm-hmm. in Denver. Cool. And he, he submitted us to be on a panel of uh, reality TV podcasters. And then he hadn't heard back. And it's really amping up my anxiety because it's August. And like, I can't handle not knowing what I'm doing in August and I'm not having flights booked. And I went ahead and booked a hotel because it was, you could cancel it kind of a thing. But I'm very, I don't like two months out not knowing what I'm doing. And he knows, Jake is the same way. So whenever I find out, uh, hey, uh, Love and Paradise is going to have 12 episodes. If I find, I I text it to them and they're like, oh, this will help Jake's anxiety about not, Yeah. yeah, the planning. So Matt called me yesterday. I was about to leave and uh, because he FaceTimed me, I was like, oh, I got to grab this. And my family was seeing me there. I grabbed it. I'm like, hey, Matt, what's up? He goes, hey, listen, I had an update on the podcast movement thing. Um, 
because, you know, we've been waiting. And I go, what? And he goes, listen, the guy told me um, they don't accept 95% of the people that submit for a panel. Mm -hmm. I go, all right, well, fuck them. He goes, but not us, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my God, that's hilarious. He was like, we're in, motherfucker. I got like my husband and my kids are like, who are you talking to? What's happening? Well, that's awesome. Like coming yeah. from an academic background, I'm all I know all about the panels and the submissions, and it is awesome when your panel gets accepted. That's so awesome. Congrats. I can't wait to hear about it. Thank yeah, you. and so we're going to be doing this panel at Podcast Movement. If you go to Podcast Movement, just their website, you know, to look at like next year they're having one in LA, one in DC, just to look at it. Mm-hmm. Matt's in twenty percent of the. Promo. Okay, he's the MC last last time. Yeah. So like he's all over it. So yeah, y- you had it in. Mary Payne, once well, you give me like, that yeah. Hey Bunky credit card, I'm going to be right out there with you. Girl. Or maybe Girl. maybe next year, Amy, if it's in DC, we all just go. There you go. We oh, go. totally. Everybody's yeah. got to come to DC. Yeah. You can yeah. you yeah. can um, stay here if you guys don't mind share, sharing a queen bed or somebody can sleep on the love seat. That's fine. That. Um, real quick, I just forgot to mention that, and this is important if you're going into season three. We did find okay. out in this episode how Travis died. He was well. He we called, think he called Lottie. Tells Nat that that Travis called her, said it was back. He yeah. wanted to see it. He wanted to get close to death, so he went to this place he works. He tried to hang himself, but just enough that Lottie would be able to retrieve him, and she instead got distracted by the ghost of Laura Lee and let him hang himself. That's but it wasn't Lottie. Lottie, it was, uh, it was that Natalie was that retrieved him. Natalie found him. Yeah. It was Natalie Lottie and Misty found him. There. Lottie was the one who was there who mm-hmm. did the button that then got stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Are you? No, yep. I thought that was Natalie. No. Natalie finds him. Mm-mm. So, child Lottie or adult Lottie? Adult. Adult Lottie. Mm-hmm. So she was out of Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was already in her cult. And you guys, I am the worst that. guest. I am the worst no, guest. I'm so did, sorry. Here's the question. How did Travis know to find Lottie? Right. And Misty didn't. Right. There's a thought. Yeah. I need to go back and study Travis's cabin now. We're going to leave it like there and Mary Peens okay. can go back and watch the season again. <laughs> yes, apparently. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have disappointed in your free you time between levels. two and the morning. <laughs> your free time yeah. between two and four in the morning. You did Mary not disappoint us you, at all. What are you covering on Pink Shade this upcoming week? So this week coming up, we are doing Match Me Abroad. I'm doing that with Keisha, and then I have an interview next week coming up with Stanika of Match Me Abroad. This Mississippi, my hometown. I'm gonna interview I love her, her. Next week. Well, I love, love. the whole show. Love the whole show too. Match me abroad. And then of course, Tuesdays I do 90 day the other way. Oh, ooh, this week we're starting before the 90 days. Okay, I was oh, gonna say that's over. Yeah, right? BT90. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Thursdays we do Bravo Breakdown. This past week I had Brian Moylan. And uh next week I have Brandy and Julie to cover the last of the reunion episodes of um Vanderpump Rules and mm-hmm. After Vanderpump Rules is over, I'm going to be able to like breathe and get back to life because whew, it's been a Mary lot. Mary Payne actually said to me today, once I get past this scandal, <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you're a like fixer, you're part of it, <laughs> right? Once we once once we hide the body, we're good. I'm back. Exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Amy and I are over on Pink Shade Prime, which is Patreon and Supercast covering. 
90 Day Love in Paradise. And then over on uh, Supercast Only, I've covered India matchmaking, now covering Jewish matchmaking with Kimberly and Katie of A Date with Dateline. And for everybody that's like annoyed that I put it Supercast Only, look, I had to do something to draw people over there. Supercast is just a superior product in my eyes. Uh, but I will be putting all those episodes onto Patreon in July. So if you're mad that you missed it, don't at me. I've you're already said I'll give so it to you in July. Work. You, you are, are work, work. You are so editing it, man. Jeez. You so know what? You, In um, December, I'm taking a two week break. So everybody just get ready. Good for you. Good. Good so for you. So, you guys, um, if, you're, if you're a reality TV watcher, you're not going to get that here. You're going to get that at Pink Shade. So, go Absolutely. Pink Shade Podcast and follow them on Instagram, Pink Shade Pod. Please. Yes. I'm begging you. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you. Amanda, I did a TikTok you? last night all by myself, Amy. Oh, yay. Woo. Did you it go, take girl. 17 hours. It didn't take long. I saw I it. Took, Was it with your wallpaper? I, yeah, with my wallpaper. I and I took a picture with my hand like this with mm-hmm. my nail polish mm-hmm. and said, I will not let Tom Sandoval ruin me for white nail polish. I will stand in my power and my truth and I will wear my okay. white nail polish. Hashtag there you go. Mm-hmm. And I found a song called White Nail Polish. There we Perfect. go. There we go. Perfect. Amanda, where can we find you? Instagram yes. is always Amanda Lipneck and... Um, Whatever our next show winds up being, we were going to announce. We think we <laughs> know what we're doing. Fault. This is That's my okay. fault. We think we know what we're doing. You can announce that on your next show with yeah. Steph. What we're doing? Yeah, I can't figure it out, guys. I can't figure it out. Uh, it's going to be what's the choice? Can you tell me the choices? I'm torn between doing like a a small light, which is the story of a meep. What's her last name? Oh god, I can't meep think guys. Of her last name. Meep guys. guys. It's the family that hid Anne Frank's family, and it's a wonderful Ooh. show. But then I'm also like, we're coming up to two big shows, which is The Crown's last finale and The Handmaid's Tale last season. Which we're season. definitely going to do. And you're going to do Sex in the City. So I was so thinking, if, like, wouldn't it be cool if we did the previous season of, like, mm, The Crown yeah. to lead into the new season? And the previous know. Crown, of the, the season of The Crown is a fun one because we're going to remember a lot of it because we were alive during the mm-hmm. Diana of it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Versus the other stuff. I don't know. I forget what my other options were, but I was tossing around a bunch of crap. Yeah. We'll figure so. it out. Succession. Succession. Ugh, love succession. But it's over now. It's yeah. Done. Oh, White Lotus. So I was, was saying. So yeah, was White Lotus crown. is another option too. So was the crown and so was White Lotus. It's over now. Well, White Lotus though, season three will be here next year. Maybe. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. If, they're filming depending it. on the writer's struck. Yeah, they're filming it. It's in Thailand. Guys, join nice. our Facebook group. It's Little Miss Recap. Facebook. Well, I didn't know about that. Yes, come, come have fun with us. Oh. Stephanie just put a picture in there of when she got married, and I wore the same dress as her. And that both photo was amazing. Dress. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Awesome. Okay. I was that bitch that showed up to her wedding, which I didn't think I would be because it was a black dress. <laughs> right. had the same one on. So there we go. All right. So uh, thank you. Thank you both. And we'll see everybody soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.